0: Hi, it's Andile here and this is the first of a two-part conversation with Christian Stein. He's the head of the South African mobile-first car insurance startup MyWay Blink. Now, My Way Blink is a division of My Way Insurance Limited, and the venture was launched during the thick of the ongoing COVID pandemic. Now, in this installment, Christian offers context-setting insights about Africa's insurance industry. That's, of course, from his South African vantage point, and he unpacks how the COVID pandemic has presented both challenges and opportunities for the industry to innovate and grow across the continent. But before we get stuck in, thanks to My Way Blink for sponsoring this two-part series. Their vibe is no paperwork, no long phone calls, just smart tech, great service, and cash back in your pocket. Basically, they're fixing to be the car insurer that lets you have it all. So if you live in South Africa, they'd love for you to put them to the test. Go ahead and download the My Way Blink app in the Google Play Store or Apple's App Store and request a quote. You can also do that at MyWayBlink.co.za. That's M-I-Way, kcoza Right. Here's the episode. Welcome to the African Tech Roundup, Christian. Thank you, Andile. Tech is having a moment in Africa right now, would you say? Definitely. I think the last year just sped up the evolution that that was coming our way in any case. And so what do you reckon's happened in the last maybe year to 18 months that is precipitating the growth in investment interest we're seeing in the space? And maybe what is that interest matching in terms of what's happening behind the scenes?
1: I think two things. The one is just how consumer expectations changed when lockdown struck um, and that people expected to pay less for car insurance um, because their cars were parked at home most of the time. And I think the ways in, in which different insurers reacted on that that's for me is the the one part of it but i think also just the fact that as a society we suddenly got used to to buying things online to processes that used to be paper based that that suddenly became online processes and and maybe for consumers who, who weren't comfortable transacting online um, suddenly had you know were, were almost forced to do so and and i think that also led to a a change in, in behavior and, and a response from insurance companies and, and financial
0: services in general. Can you imagine, you know, the year we're having happening without that scenario, or was this part of the trajectory we were going to experience anyway, perhaps just over a longer period? I think so. I think it was bound to happen, but I think it, was, um, it would have probably taken longer if it wasn't for covid so let's just talk about the insurance opportunity on the continent in general. Now, My Way and of course, My Way Blink, which you, you run are South African businesses, but give someone listening from other parts of the world who don't quite appreciate the, the dynamics of a largely uninsured African populace, a sense of what the scene is here.
1: So in South Africa, I mean, there are different estimates and and it's maybe unfortunate that we don't have one source of the truth, but estimates are that there are between 12 and 14 million cars on our road. And then of those, the numbers range between 45 to 60% of those cars being insured. Um, And so whatever the number is, it it means that about half of the vehicles on on South Africa's roads um, are uninsured. So I think there's a an education element to it, uh, but also just it it gives us a sense of um, the financial pressure that that people are experiencing. What's different in in the South African market compared to to many other developed countries is that um, insurance is not a requirement, which it is um, in many other countries. And secondly, that the fact that we have the road. Accident fund dealing with injuries and deaths and, and the, the financial consequences thereof means that you don't need to take out an insurance policy to be able to access the road accident fund and, and to what extent that influences people's decisions, I'm not sure. But the, the road accident fund, as we all know, also, you know, they're experiencing quite a few issues and,
0: and it's it's not the perfect model at the moment. So would you say there's definitely a turning point where this is going from a, a grudge purchase to something people actually see value in and are seeking without the, you know, without the sense of dread? Yeah, but to to a large extent, I think that that's our job um, is to
1: make insurance transparent, to make it approachable, to, to present it in a way that people understand it and understand the need for it and, and also the, the details behind it. Insurance is a, a grudge purchase or, or has been and I think the more value we can give back to clients, and that it's not just a, a case of I have to take insurance because otherwise I can't get finance for my car. Um, so that's really, I think, where um, where we're playing and, and where we, you know, putting our our resources and our attention is is to change that uh,
0: stigma around insurance. So you've referenced car insurance specifically three times already. So let's let's talk about the different kinds of insurance offerings uh in in the market you know give me a sense in buckets right and then give me a sense of the ones you address as a business and perhaps where the specific value propositions you make as my way blink fit within broader business of my way the insurer
1: sure so the insurance industry is broadly split between personal lines and commercial lines. So insurance for you and me as an individual versus insurance for a business. So I would say that that's the first split. Then in terms of what type of products exist in the insurance landscape, those I would split into motor-related insurance. And I say motor-related because in the commercial space that could be you know, it's vehicles, trailers, trucks, uh, earth moving equipment, etc. But basically anything on wheels and those policies tend to follow a, a similar structure. And then there's the non-motor component of it. So that would be your your other assets, the the contents in your house, uh, the building itself, the, the items you carry around with you, your laptop, your cell phone, um, those type of movable items. So first split, personal lines, commercial lines. Um, second split is kind of motor related versus non-motor related products. My way as a as a group offers um, personal lines and commercial lines insurance and under personal lines we have all those products that I just mentioned from motor insurance, contents,
0: um, homeowners, um and, and all risk. So before you hit me with my way blink, out of interest, what would you say are the the biggest businesses in order of size within that within that mix? Motor business, definitely um, the biggest.
1: Property is is much bigger in the commercial space, but in the personalized space, in terms of just premium income, it's much smaller than the motor side of things. Gotcha. And so MyWay Blink, where does it fit in in the scheme of things? So MyWay Blink is a new division of MyWay Insurance, and we offer 100% online car insurance. So although we're part of MyWay, um, this is a, a unique standalone car insurance offering. You can't add MyWay Blink onto an existing MyWay policy. Uh, you know, you could ask the question, but why offer? You know, aren't you duplicating efforts here if you sell car insurance in MyWay and now you launch MyWay Blink where you sell also sell car insurance? And it's really, mm-hmm. I suppose, you speak to different market segments. They are. People who, who prefer to speak to someone over the phone—that's uh, how they they prefer to to run their finances um, and to make decisions. And then there's a, a younger generation, the the millennials, the Gen Zs, who prefers to do things online when it suits them, when it's convenient to them. Um, they actually don't like speaking to a call center at all. And and that's really the the reason behind us starting my way Blink is to say, well, let's do. Digital And this is a full digital car insurance offering, but there is still the, the existing Myway car insurance
0: um, for those that do prefer to speak to a human. It really caters for, for different needs. Did you get a bunch of actuaries to crunch the numbers on this unique market segment that needed a specific offering delivered to them this way? Costed uniquely for this platform? No, it is a it, it's
1: definitely a unique pricing model. the The whole business model is different. You know, we run this on a on a much leaner team because a lot of it is driven by technology, and and therefore the the pricing structures are different. What I haven't mentioned is that. When we started designing and building MyWeb Blink was, was last year in 2020. And at the same time, suddenly we had lockdown and everyone was, was stuck at home. So it gave us a, a great opportunity to say, well, while we're busy designing this product, let's design it and build something that is relevant right now. And, and therefore, we offer clients up to 50% of their premiums back in, in cash, um, we call it the, the, the cashback feature. And, and basically how that works is in the MyWay Blink app, we track your trips in the background. So by the end of the month, we know how far you drove. And the less you drove, the, the more cashback we can give you. And it's not a, a marketing gimmick. It's, it's really, you know, the less you drive, the lower our exposure, the, the lower our risk. And therefore, we now have a mechanism to say, well, you only drove 500 kilometers last month. Um, If we knew that up front, we would have given you a lower premium. So now it it almost gives us a mechanism to adjust your premium every month based on how far you drove. Um, We don't penalize anyone for driving more than two and a half thousand kilometers, but anything you drive less than two and a half thousand kilometers, you would get a portion of your premium paid back into your bank account.
0: You guys are sitting in COVID wondering when it's going to end like everyone else and this idea is born. So I I want a clear sense of who you had in mind when you made it. There's a partial answer to that question which you've given already, which is anyone with a car who needed insurance and was starting to feel some kind of way about paying a premium for a car that's sitting there parked when there's hardly any risk being incurred through travel. So yes,
1: you know, that's the 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 vague answer is anyone who needs car insurance, but I think who, who we're targeting specifically is really uh, the the twenty to thirty five year old market, and that's not defined. I mean, it's not as if we, we're going to not you know allow a forty five or even a sixty five year old to to use the product. But I think just the the behaviour of the millennial and, and Gen Z market, um, the preference to do things online, um, to have that convenience of doing it whenever it suits them. Someone took out a, a policy from us the other day at at 2 a.m. in the morning, um, and for that person, that's when he had time. So it's it's really that younger market. I think it's also a market that they they're comfortable doing things online and not necessarily requiring you know a human on the other side to make sure that this is actually real. And I think in the past, maybe you know 10, 15 years ago, there's been. Telematics-based products in the market. Uh, different insurers have, have toyed around with it, um, and I think there was a sense of big brother at some point. That you know, I don't want my insurer to to track my trips or to know where I am. But I think that's changed to a to a large extent. People, you know, advertise their lives all over social media um, without thinking twice about it. Um, and I think as long as the benefit for you as a consumer. Um, is significant, then then you don't mind sharing that information with us. And in this case, we use that information to to determine how much money you can get back as, as the one big reason. And the other one is we use that same technology, the telematics data generated by our app, to pick up when you were in a car accident. And if the algorithm picks up that you were in a car accident, that sends a crash alert to our emergency call center and they'll make contact with you immediately to find out how they can assist. So getting cash back plus that that safety angle, um, people are comfortable to say, well,
0: you know, if that's the case, then, then I'm happy to share my whereabouts with you. Do you have a sense that the people you serve with these products have a grasp on the bigger data play behind this digital tech trend?
1: It's actually more transparent now than might what uh, a paper-based uh, you know agreement might have been, where where that could be hidden somewhere in the T's and C's. I think in this case, mm-hmm. um, you're on the app, and and just like any other app, you know those those permissions pop up to say, do you allow this app um, to track your motion and fitness, to link to your Bluetooth? Um, to track your your GPS and so on. so I think it's it's right there. you you can't really miss it. We've also um we wanted to make sure that that we're transparent about it. So there's a whole FAQ section in the app to explain exactly what we'll use this data for, what type of data we
0: collect, et etc. I remember a time when my way was definitely like the challenger, the minnow in in a very crowded, very well resourced legacy field in South African insurance. Uh, and now, you guys feel like a heavy in your own right. Where do you fit in the scheme of things as far as insurers in your class on, in, in South Africa? Are you like a, a top five, top 10 at the moment? Myway is owned by Santam, which is the, the biggest mm-hmm. short-term insurer in
1: South Africa. So if, right. if you look at any industry stats, uh, you, know, you, you wouldn't really find way on the list because we, our, our numbers are included and, and absorbed into the bigger Santam. Um, in terms right. of the the direct insurers, meaning these, um, it, it's not a, an intermediated business. It's not a, a traditional broker distribution model. We're definitely one of the the bigger direct players. And I think you know you mentioned Myway was the the new kid on the block a few years ago, and and Myway turned 13 years old this year. Oh and my word!
0: How old am I? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I've I've been here for, for eleven of those thirteen. So, even though we were the new kids on the block and, and seen to be you know one of the more innovative newer players, time goes on, and and we can't stand still. And I think that's that's why my way Blink was born as this almost insured tech within an established insurance company, and it's I suppose part of our um, evolution of, of you know keep evolving and don't get stuck and think that
0: the model that brought you here is going to take you there for the next 13 years. And at which point did Santam acquire MyWay or was it always uh, an internal project? Santam was one of a few shareholders right in the beginning and
1: um, at some point they bought out the other shareholders uh, and, and that's the, still the, the case today where they own us 100%.
0: And that's it for part one of this chat. But before I step once again, a big thank you to MyWay Blink for sponsoring this conversation and cheers to Christian Stain for sharing so generously. In part two, which drops next week, we explore the pros and pitfalls of inbred corporate startup innovation as Christian lets us in on what it's like to develop and launch an insure tech in the shadow of a large, successful incumbent. Now he'll also paint a picture of what my way blink knocking it out of the park looks like and how he and his team are responding to the pressure to kill it that's all next week till then take it easy africa